1: Hello everyone. And welcome back to another episode. I am Emily of Emily and her stars and things that make you go woo.
0: And I am Andrea from concrete and crystals and spirit crumbs.
1: We are super excited to have you back for another episode. This is cosmic energy report for Sagittarius season 2023. How was Scorpio for you? How are you feeling?
0: You know what, I feel like it is hitting me right now, now that we're in the last tail end of it. I think this new moon was the most significant thing for me eclipse season, of course, like that, the ending of that always hits me in some way, shape or form. But I think the physical sensation of feeling like change is coming and feeling the discomfort and the transformation I think has just hit me since this new moon we're recording on Tuesday the day after the new moon for anyone listening but I feel like it's just hitting me now that like sense of needing to go deep and starting to rethink things and see what things might need to change I think that's really just hitting me now what about you
1: I would agree I feel like Scorpio can be that medicine that we need to like shine the light on the dark places and having this book end the Scorpio new moon after the rest of the eclipse season. I feel like is bringing an exclamation point or like the the finishing punctuation to whatever was coming up for us now it's here and it's kind of sitting in our lap like oh, by the way, don't forget to deal with this.
0: Totally. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. It's like, I was describing some things to Emily earlier that have been coming up. And it's like, so obvious, probably. It's like those things that like might be obvious to anyone outside of you. But it's like saying things out loud that you haven't said out loud before. I feel like that's the sensation I'm getting. And then it just like, makes your whole body react to it. It's just like a weird energy of like, is that true? Like, how is that happening? And I think Scorpio season usually hits me earlier. Like I said, but I think particularly because I was so rocked by the eclipses this year, both in the spring and this fall, I think that's why it's just like kind of delayed. So it's all hitting me at once instead of like throughout the whole time, you know, doing the shadow work and the journaling and all of that. It hasn't hit me at all till like this week where I'm like, am I having a crisis? Like, what is happening?
1: (laughs) I think that's the best description. It's the most Scorpio week of Scorpio season by far.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think we were right, though, with that Sagittarius influence coming in, because I have felt that, like, the waves of, like, optimism and movement and, like, fire. I felt it already for the last couple of weeks. And maybe that's why it hasn't felt as Scorpio as usual. Maybe that's why it's just hitting me specifically now, because it has had that softness to it, like, that more, like, optimistic feel.
1: Something that's pulling us forward instead of, I feel sometimes in the past for me, I feel scorpio season has been four seasons long yeah <laughs> it definitely. can really really dig deep and last and this one felt i mean and i do believe a part of it was probably the eclipse but it felt very snappy <laughs> very like the upheaval happened but it was in and out and done and let's keep moving there's a snappiness to it
0: yeah no time for dwelling on it this this season <laughs>
1: So what's new in your world? Do you have any new offerings or exciting things coming up?
0: That is a good question. I actually do have a few things. I think I mentioned most of them last time. So I have my newsletter coming out on the 28th. And then I have the Sagittarius season recharge on November 30th, which is a Thursday. And then I'm, of course, offering now my recharge bundle which is all 12 for next year. And then I'm throwing in Sagittarius and Capricorn. So if you sign up before the 30th, you get two for free. Um, And then for my tarot and other intuitive offerings, I mentioned last time I have the 12 month 2024 forecast where for each month I'll be pulling a card, going into some of the themes and then offering like the phone backgrounds, like the abbreviated versions, just as little reminders. And then I was out for a walk one day, which I mentioned in one of my previous episodes that I had this idea to do three 20 minute audio readings, but at random times throughout the year. So instead of like having all 12 up front for the other offering, it'll just be when I feel intuitively drawn or maybe ahead of time, depending on how it feels once people start signing up for them. but. uh, I feel like it's just so fun to sometimes get that intuitive guidance when you don't know you need it, or like when you do need it, but you just don't have the capacity to think to like book something. And I just feel like it'll be really fun for on both sides. I, I am looking forward to doing them because I like the idea of just like surprising people with readings three times throughout the year. But I think On the other side of it, I would like getting that to you where you're not expecting it and it just comes in at the right time. It feels like even when friends like Emily or when any of my other intuitive friends, when they just say, hey, I was thinking about this situation and it's right at the right time. And so I want to be that intuitive friend. So I'm going to give that a try. And so I'll have limited amount because I can only do that so much throughout the year. But I'm going to have those to offer as well. What about you?
1: I'm the most excited about that one for you, because like you said, it sounds it's like this little gift in the mail. And those are the moments when we need that intuitive friend to reach out. And we're like, I might've reached out a week after it happened and then to book in with someone. And then by the time I talk to them, forget it. I'm on to the next thing. So I I really like this. I think it's gonna be super, super good. I, I hope a lot of people sign up for it because I think it will be, yeah, exciting and transformational throughout the year.
0: Thank you, I hope so. I'm excited to do them
1: so i still have a few spots left for the 2024 illuminated forecast and i've actually enjoyed doing them so much that i added an extra five so there are still plenty of spaces available even if you feel like you're running late or you want to save it and get it for a christmas gift or whatever you're thinking there are plenty of spots available just let me know and it's been so fun i i find i actually spend an afternoon doing the astrology for someone. And then I'll come back two, three, four days later and channel the records. And then I read the whole thing myself before I send it out. And I'm just, I love how the records have really come in as the council of light and that it's a message from the entire team, not just necessarily a timekeeper or a record keeper or a guide stepping forward. It's like all of them together, their voice and yeah reviews have been amazing so far and the few that have been sent out so that's what's coming in for me hot towards the end of the year there'll be all sorts of new things launching january february and march but they're still under wraps a little bit at the moment until later in december we'll unveil some of those exciting goodies
0: that is so exciting i am really feeling a lot of energy around that combination of having the astrology but also the records I feel like with you being an evolutionary astrologer I feel like those two things together just makes so much sense and I feel like that's going to be incredible to have for the year ahead as like a monthly check-in with your guides even though it's right now it's like time doesn't exist it's like a message for that you're going to need that you just again that you don't know you're going to need until you're there so I think those are going to be incredible
1: Thank you. I'm really excited to do them. All right. So here we move into Sagittarius season. And when I talk about Sagittarius in terms of astrological energy, this is the mutable sign. So it is the end of a season. It's changing. It's willing to be a little, oh, wait, I don't have to be persistent. I don't have to carry the weight of the season. I'm actually changing into whatever next energy is coming in. In this case, it's the winter solstice in Capricorn. So Sagittarius knows it's ushering in change. And to kind of preempt that, it's excited to learn about things. It wants to experience multiple cultures, places, different points of view. And it does it with the background purpose of finding a new moral framework for itself. So to speak about It's the opposite of Gemini. So where Gemini seeks lots and lots of ideas, random facts I always talk about with Gemini, Sagittarius wants those facts to have a purpose and a reason, and then can use them in some way that makes life more manageable, more understandable, and kind of puts it all within perspective that makes sense. So that's what we move into with Sagittarius. It inspires us a lot of times to overcommit. Uh, we get this fire energy in the US it's like from Thanksgiving to Christmas when we absolutely say yes to every party and every invitation and we guess we can make all the dishes and buy all the gifts and do all the things. And then we hit Capricorn season and it's kind of like a wall and we realize we can't do and be all of the things. We have to be more responsible about it. And we get a little bit of a Sagittarius hangover. And so this season, we're gonna have an amplification in some ways of that buildup. And we've already got some hot energy with the Scorpio season. So if you're already getting excited or committing, I just encourage you to move through those invites in a grounded way. What is actually achievable and what won't leave you frazzled or feeling bitter or over committed when the time actually comes because we're going to have some flip-floppy energy coming in just before solstice any words from you about sagittarius my dear
0: i actually really like sagittarius season i have quite a bit happening in my chart in sagittarius so i feel like i get really activated around that time and For me when i think about sagittarius season i do feel that like fiery energy and the like wanting to do things but when you were describing the axis of like gemini and sagittarius i always see it as like gemini is like finding all the little pieces of a puzzle but like sagittarius is trying to like make it fit the actual puzzle and be like where does this fit like do i need this in the big picture like looking at the the box like this is this even from this puzzle Is this from a Ren? Like, which puzzle is this from? Like, this isn't even from the same puzzle. Like, I feel like that's the energy I feel between the two of them. And I am very much more comfortable in the Sagittarius end of that being so Capricorn. So when you were describing that, I was like, maybe that's the difference. That's why I think I feel better in Sagittarius season versus Gemini. I feel like Gemini is just too scattered for my energy. But yeah, I, I feel like there is movement and I agree with you, what you said in sa- Scorpio season, that it was going to be the most Sagittarius Scorpio season. We are both feeling that because I think that is why it feels like it's been moving and there's been a lot happening and it hasn't felt to be like it's dragging on as much. So I'm looking forward to Sagittarius season. If we can keep going now from Scorpio into Sagittarius, I'm all for it. I'm all for the movement.
1: Well, we definitely get a few weeks of it, so it's going to be here and it's going to be fun. And I'm going to completely use that analogy of the puzzle pieces and the full picture, because that is a great explanation of those two energies. And yes, is this a puzzle piece that's even from this puzzle? As a Gemini moon, I tend to collect from all of the puzzles all the time.
0: and I, and my me being so capricorn even like my mercury is even in capricorn like what what are we doing with this why are you telling me this information why are we communicating about this like a, i always just feel like i'm such a party pooper and i have to like stop myself and be like why I, I do enjoy random facts why can't i just let people have random facts why do i have to be a party pooper so party pooper adjacent as i like to say <laughs>
1: <Bridget>. <laughs> oh all right so how did the cards go this time anything come up with were pulling
0: I feel very good about them now but when I did pull them this was the first month in a while that I did put them back and then repull. But I feel like the energy, it's very positive. And I just felt like halfway through the month ish, halfway through December, there was a bit of a shift. And it's not bad. It's just a change in energy, like what you were describing about how like, we're just moving and moving. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like a stop that just feels like maybe it's a bit earlier than Capricorn. That's all it feels like it's just being brought back a little bit where it's like, we've had our time in Scorpio, it's like we get the same amount of Sagittarius season, it was just redistributed this year is kind of how it looks.
1: (laughs) The perfect description. And it's, yes, it's literally like the breaks are gonna get hit about 10 days early. So we're gonna feel, yeah, it's gonna be a little bit wacky. Are you ready to dive in?
0: All right, Sagittarius season starts the 22nd of November. And so this first week is just the first few days. It's the 22nd to the 25th. And for this, I pulled number 10 from the major arcana the wheel so the wheel of fortune i love this for us going into the season and considering the last week of scorpio season was the knight of pentacles it was that like i think it was the third card in scorpio season that was saying the same thing that like we need to hang in there things are coming and it's almost like we get rewarded like if you were really being smart about what you were doing throughout Uh, Scorpio season, and you were planning for the future, looking at the big picture. Now, this week comes in with an opportunity, and this could be in any area of life. And I've used this reference a few times lately, but what I was seeing it as is the Ferris wheel. And the way I talk about this is that you get on the Ferris wheel and then you're in it. You can't just jump off anytime. You have to wait till it comes back around to let you off. And what this energy feels like of the Wheel of Fortune is the idea of the Wheel of Fortune is that this opportunity is only available right now that it's going to turn around. We all have like spouts of good luck and bad luck and everything in between. So when the good opportunity comes up, that's when you need to take it because it's not going to be there forever and it's, it will come around again. So like, I think this like fear that we have around like, what if I don't feel ready now? I'll never get the opportunity again. That's not true. You'll get it again. But if you are ready and you're just telling yourself you're not ready, That might be the issue that I'm feeling with this is like we've slowed down almost too much maybe and we really do need to jump on it to get into the next thing. And so the idea that comes up with this a lot when it comes up in readings for me as a symbol, it usually means that people are going to get maybe stuck at the top and have to wait for whatever commotions happening at the bottom to clear and they're going to really wish they got off the last time when it stopped. And so that's what I'm feeling here is that almost like now that we know that we'll do the opposite. And so when the opportunity comes, we will grab it because I do feel like there's very powerful, powerful energy with this and it's been building. We have been working towards it. So like, why not reap the rewards while they're here or like take that opportunity while we know that a few weeks from now, we're going to have a slowdown. So like, take it now. Otherwise, you're going to be waiting till next year. Literally, <laughs> that's how it feels, which is not a bad thing if you just want to take it slow, but. It just feels like there's an end of a cycle happening right now. And you need to trust your gut. If something comes up that you want to say yes to, say yes. Like the idea of like the movie, like yes day, where they just say yes to the everything the kids want. It's like that kind of energy I feel around this, that like things will come together. Even if you don't feel like you're quite ready yet, I think that things that are coming up specifically at this time as we shift from Scorpio into Sagittarius just feels really potent and it feels exciting. Like it feels like this is how we should feel right now.
1: So this ties in quite well. Um, When we talk about the sun on the 22nd sort of blazing into worldly and inclusive Sagittarius for the next month, it's really encouraging you to move beyond your core crew and connect with those outside of your familiar zone. The energy encourages transparency and honesty, so if you need to clear the air, do it now before the festivities kick into high gear. Anywhere but home always seems like the ideal destination for Sagittarius, but get your travel in early this year. Mercury goes retrograde December 13th through January 1st, so get your shopping and your travel done early. November 23rd asks too much too soon. The twice-a-year conflict between confident Saturn, uh, between the confident Sun and Taskmaster Saturn, can make you feel pessimistic about the future. It's also a really important reality check. You might not be able to deliver all that you've promised, so speak up now if that's the case. Consider this brief pause a blessing in disguise, and use it to spot an error or a flaw in the nick of time. If the pressure is really getting to you break down your tasks into small pieces and focus instead on some self care. On November twenty-fourth, you don't need to wait until New Year for your ambitious plans to take flight start thinking of your most inspired 2024 dreams as passionate Mars blazes into entrepreneurial wisdom seeking Sagittarius. This surge of optimism and can do energy has a ripple effect across your life from bucket list travel plans to an idea for a new business venture you'll suddenly have the gas in your tank to go for it you'll be amped up and ready to learn new things that take you beyond your everyday reality. And then on November twenty-fourth or twenty-fifth, we have this slow down or speed up energy this back and forth hasty Mars is kind of gonna square off with cautious Saturn today, and it's like having one foot on the gas and the other on the brakes. This can leave you feeling blocked and challenged from all angles, and any sense of progress goes right out the window. Don't overlook the red flags. With so much fire energy burning through the sky right now, we're moving at the speed of light push yourself to slow down and be in the energy. And if an emotion arises to the surface, sit with that too. Don't just boil through things.
0: I could definitely see where that was fitting in with that wheel reference. And like maybe the beginning of the week, you might be like, I'm just gonna stay on here. But <laughs> I feel like partway through, we're gonna feel that like, let's get off and run while we can. Um. So for week two, which is November 26th, to december 2nd by the way for some reason when i've been feeling the energy of I, this has come up a few times and i don't know why but eleven twenty six has been coming up a lot lately so i just feel like a good energy around that day and this ties in because the card i pulled for this week is the last card of the major arcana which is the world number 21 and that is like when you've finished your whole journey, you're being rewarded, you've done it, you've made it, you've got the whole world in your hands. And I just feel like that fits in really well with this good feeling I've had around this week for a while. And the fact that the 21 is like the ending of a cycle. And I felt like even the 10, the wheel, the 10 is also the ending of a cycle usually as well. So I just feel like it's like continuing from one week into the next. And with the world, what I really like about that is that the two and the one makes a three. And three is very like creative energy. There's a lot of potential there. And if you think about it, when you finish with the 21, you go around to the zero of taking a leap again. And so this is that like, don't think you're completely done yet. Like you still have the wrapping up to do. There's still some creative energy there. You still need to completely get over the finish line. It's like when someone gets too cocky and starts doing the happy dance and then someone passes them and crosses the finish line before them. Don't do that. That's the energy I keep seeing in my head every time I think, oh, end of a cycle. I get shown this image of like, you're not there yet. Like you'll know when you're there, but let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. That's sort of what has been coming up for me around that. And then also, because it is typically like the ending of a project or a really big cycle, just trust that if you're not there yet, and you know, you're like not close to that, just know that this is the potential of it. This is the creative potential. I think that's why the three is showing up. Because if it's not feeling like a ending for you, then think of the empress or something with that three, like collaboration, that energy, and just know that whatever you're choosing at this time is going to have that potential to be finish line and so don't get discouraged if you're like i'm still halfway through here because there is a lot of potential that's what it's showing me it's like if anyone's not quite at that point don't feel like this isn't for you it just means like to keep going and either way it's showing me even if we are at the end of it it's showing me like to keep the momentum going and use the extra energy if you have the extra energy and things are going well and you're getting rewards don't think oh i'm done now like just keep going you'll know you'll get the feeling when it's time to slow down and i think that mid-month thing we keep talking about will tell you when it's time to slow down but if things are going well it's like if you were at the market and you sold the amount of goods you i don't know why this is coming in maybe it's specific for some people but like if you sold the amount that you thought you were going to like your quota for the day you don't pack up halfway through the day and go home you just keep selling as long as you have the things to sell and that's what it's showing me right now as i'm talking is this energy of which i is showing me the king of pentacles again how the king of pentacles is thinking long term and so yeah you need it to be sustainable you can't just say okay we're good for now and just assume you're going to be able to do to sell that whatever you have left the next time you don't know if the energy is there now why not sell out now and have some time to relax later that's kind of what it's showing me um and i'm getting like a uh, tingle when I'm saying that. So I do feel like this is very important information. Like, keep going. Don't take it. Don't get too, don't get too far ahead of yourself keeps coming up in my head. But actually I'm looking at my, uh, my notes, which I make intuitively when I pull the cards. And I said, follow through with the last steps because you don't know how much success is possible. It may be more than you can, can imagine. So that's another side of this is like, There may be more if you just keep going, like you might be like, oh, I did what I meant to do. Yay. Good for me. But if you kept going that little bit more, you don't know what reach you might have, who you might meet, what connections you might make or what the potential is. So I feel like it's really exciting energy for that week.
1: This is a great week to start thinking about the future. And I think that's some of what you're calling into. We start on the 27th. Uh, we have calm skies on the 26th, but on the 27th, we have a full moon in Gemini, and it's here with a message urging you to speak up and articulate your wishes and dreams. Even when you're surrounded by psychic mediums, it's important to remember that most people can't read your mind, share your passions, share your thoughts. You never know who might be moved by your message and respond news collaborations, connections are all rising to the top today. Look back six months to Gemini New Moon, that would have happened in late May, to see clues about what could be coming together for you now. A little more energy to add to this transit. Do you follow your feelings or do you think it through? You're torn today under the battle between left-brained Mercury and right-brained Neptune. Your heart is battling it out with your head. With both planets in mutable signs making a decision is even more of a conflict, because you can literally see both sides of the equation. Turn to your crew or your trusted advisors and give it a couple of days for the fog to clear, are you second guessing yourself, are you not thinking this through completely. November twenty eighth. it feels good to get things moving today as you lean into your talents and gifts, however. Peace seeker Venus isn't always excited when karma triggering North node faces off and challenges her to step outside of those familiar and predictable outcomes. Have you blocked your growth and potential by resisting to show up in new and exciting ways? Let the wave of Sagittarius energy carry you towards new horizons. What's the worst that could happen? It's only a bad day, not a bad life. On December 1st, get ready to enter 2024 with a confident hold on your career. Master strategist Mercury whips into Capricorn today, helping you to put a plan in action for your final act of 2023. Set your sights on success, but follow due process when it comes to making decisions. Capricorn is all about forward thinking and setting goals, making now the time to get that head start on any resolutions. Just be sure to keep them grounded and down to earth take advantage of the seasons minglings and network. On December second, mindful mercury is back again today the planet of our minds is getting cozy and creating opportunities with Taskmaster Saturn. This sextile creates a fabulous day for planning and putting your ideas into structure that will make long term goals feel easy and breezy. Even if you have all the time to do it, let yourself jot down a few ideas and the downloads that you find through connection could be absolute pure magic.
0: I love that because that ties into what I have for the next week. And I just want to note that from here on is all wands, which is the fire sign suit so I feel like this is interesting because most of the time I feel like there's no consistency in the last few it usually goes back and forth but we're all wands but from here on out but what really ties in well is that it's a wands card it's the four of wands which is excitement it's community it's celebration but it's also a four which is a very stable energy and so this card is usually in traditional tarot like the card of marriage and stability and foundation So I think there is still that fun, exciting energy, but it's like, let's just make sure this is what we want going forward. Like, is this, it's a commitment to maybe we've had a lot of things on our mind throughout Sagittarius, but this is like, which things are we actually going to continue with? Like, let's be logical here. If I have 10 options, what are the ones that I actually will do? And I think at this point, like, it is about celebrating what you've done this far And like, you know, if you pushed yourself and you really got somewhere unexpected from the week before, like we were both suggesting, then this is a chance to be like, wow, I got more than I expected. You're celebrating with family and friends. You're in community with people. There is that energy of like exchanging and sharing, but it's the people in your circle. It's the people close to you that you do the celebration with. And I think that's the energy I've been feeling. I also, when I was tuning into the energy of This week was feeling a lot of cancer energy, actually, and was feeling fourth house energy. And so I think with the four, that's where I was coming in with that. But it felt like very much like coming back into the home. And that's why I felt like it was a close circle. As much as like we've been all putting ourselves out there for the last few weeks, it just felt like that like coming home feeling and feeling more connected to the people at home because you are celebrating something and they're seeing you I think it's the the feeling of like coming home and people seeing you in a new way because you've done this great thing and because maybe you're doing that for each other like maybe everyone's kind of had this moment of reflection um and then another thing I just picked up on was that it's a reminder that like you've been building this foundation so what you're celebrating now is because you've been putting the work in And in Scorpio season, we have three different cards, I think, that told us, like, keep going, keep moving. You're not going to see the results right away, but they're coming. And so this is that opportunity to congratulate yourself on actually setting up these foundations and pushing through. And I think that's why that repetitive message was coming up of, like, keep pushing forward, like, as long as you can. And there's still positive energy around it. And people are interacting in a positive way with what you're sharing or what you're doing. Just keep going. because there is this like reward to look forward to. And it's setting you up for success going forward into the
1: new year. I want to share too, I think you're picking up even on the full moon on December 26, which is in cancer. And so there is this push pull between Capricorn and cancer. And that's some of the energy that's coming in already at the beginning of the month. So spot on. On December 3rd, We kind of start to pick up these power struggles and heartstrings today because Venus is going to lock horns with Pluto. So get to the root of the tension, maybe all that daydreaming this week has left you with the case of the Monday blues, this is a time to step out of your comfort zone if you want to start making those dreams into your reality. How can you face the truth about this current reality, while releasing control don't let insecurities keep you safe instead of happy. On December fourth, when Venus sachets into seductive Scorpio for this month there's no telling what might transpire. A transformative and intimate holiday season, no doubt awaits us all Venus and Scorpio turns up the mystery, but instead of dancing along the surface, others will want to get deep really fast. How can you work with your finances in smarter ways Scorpios, this is a great season for you in particular. On December 5th, we have the last quarter moon in Virgo tonight. Make sure you cross those T's and dot the I's, but don't be so fast pointing out the mistakes of others that you miss your own. If you aren't seeing the results you want, maybe it's time to call in an expert and someone who can assist in some way. Romantic Venus also connects with Saturn today, and your heart might feel slightly more excited by checking off those to do's than sitting down for a romantic dinner. How can you align your actions with those around you and feel like you're still getting ahead? Talk out those long-term goals and realize that maybe you're both striving for the same thing after all. December 6th, you may have been waiting for something, but it's likely felt more like contemplation than action. For the past few months, Neptune in retrograde hasn't yielded much clarity. But after today, the answers start coming into focus during this period of soul searching, you may have come to an enlightening realization about yourself, your desires, and where you might be looking for new opportunities and relationships. Now you can start putting those divine downloads into action. With the master of manifestation now direct, it's time to harness the power and see the change you wished for. This is a busy week. On December 7th, we have Mercury in Capricorn and Jupiter in Taurus teaming up in stabilizing earth signs. And this is a time to put your money where your mouth and mind are. Under the first of a trio of lucky mercury Jupiter trines, you can prepare for the conversations that happen in several acts. As we're going to hit the number two trine during the retrograde on the 18th and then the third just after the beginning of January. It might take a bit for the final answers to come all the way through, but with a rock solid plan to back you you'll dazzle with the facts and experience. And then on December 9th, if you're feeling never satisfied that the grass looks greener over every other fence, you can blame Jupiter and Venus as they drum up this duel of opposition. With Venus and our hearts and intense Scorpio someone's minor misstep could spiral into what feels like a deal breaker leading you to dismiss something too soon. Do your best to stay grounded in realistic expectations. This energy is better suited for relaxing and socializing, so long as you don't let Jupiter overindulge yourself on the weekend.
0: That is quite the combination of things to be happening that week. So if I start feeling chaotic halfway through, I'm going to definitely re-listen to this because I feel like I will need it. (laughs) Uh, But it feels good. It feels moving forward. Like we're moving forward still. But then from December 10th to 16th, the card that I pulled was the two of wands. Now, this is still in the wands. There's still opportunity for movement here. But this is more in the decision feeling in terms of movement, like mentally moving forward and like getting yourself riled up to do something eventually. Like it's not an immediate energy. But the idea of the two of wands is that you're daydreaming a lot. And maybe this is from that a leftover from last week coming in where we're moving forward with our dreams again, and manifesting, but it's realizing what you're spending too much time thinking about and starting to be like, okay, that feeling I talk about all the time where I get so tired of hearing myself say I'm going to do something. And that I'm like, okay, I need to do literally anything because I can't listen to myself in my head anymore. That's sort of the feeling that I get around this week. And I will say one of this is one of the ones I do remember that I put back in the deck because I was very scared. I pulled out the tower card and I was like, we are not going full tower here. It just didn't feel right when I saw all five of them. It wasn't just the tower. They all felt a little off. But I feel like they're like those shadow elements of things like every positive thing that we feel a light energy around. There is a shadow side to it. And I think that's what was happening here was that I was feeling like, yes, we're going to feel like we want to move forward. But it's going to involve the reason we're so hesitant to do that is that something needs to change. And that's the tower energy is like, okay, what needs to change? What if I choose to do this, that means I can't do this anymore. Or if I'm going to do this, that means I need to let go of this thing. And so that decision making we were doing last week of deciding what is going to be part of our foundation moving forward, we may have some second thoughts and say, you know what, as much as I, I want to say that I'm going to do this it just isn't realistic for moving forward, I'm going to have to let it go. So it could be relationships and big things. But I feel more like it's small changes to like our everyday things is what it feels like to me, could be bigger for some people smaller for others, depending on what you're focusing on but it does just feel like the difference between daydreaming and doing and so maybe you had this big daydream of something that you were like this is what I want and then when you start thinking about it realistically realistically you're like actually no that was just a daydream but this thing I do want to move forward with so it's more maybe that Capricorn influence like that earth energy you were talking about is moving into this week of like preparing us for this of like how to make this decision because I think there is a little bit of the energy still of like pushing through and that might feel a little bumpy. And that might be why it might be like, we're pushing through too many things. We didn't narrow it down enough. And then it's going to be an unfortunate thing where something just won't work out or it'll be something out of our control. That could be that tower element to it. It's like, we may not actually get to make all of the choices, but I'm feeling in general though, it does have that feeling of the wands and moving forward So I do feel like whatever it is, is just to get it out of the way before we can move into the rest of the month and into the new year. So it's kind of the feeling of get out of your comfort zone and don't have regrets. If something doesn't work out, it's not meant to work out and you can still move forward knowing that it was meant
1: for you. That's spot on what's happening this week. And it's a busy week. So there's gonna be like one, two, three, four. I've got five things to cover this week. Um, December 10th is good, it's pretty quiet. The 11th, if you need to have an important conversation or share some news, schedule a podcast chat, whatever it is, this is a great time to do it. Mercury is in Capricorn and it's going to get a harmonious boost from Venus and Scorpio, paving the way to plan things out and find the balance and the flow with those people and things that you value the most in life. This is again making sure that your foundations are strong. Where are you? not willing to sacrifice? What are the things that mean the most? On December 12th, we have the new moon in Sagittarius, and it asks, are you thinking big enough? This year's only new moon in the visionary that nudges you out of your safety zone. So get ready for a bold entry into uncharted terrain or to take a leap of faith, whatever it is that may have held you back in 2023. With courageous Mars mashing up with the moon, you'll likely feel really bold and ready to take a chance. And you think you need any more motivation? Think of the people you'll help and inspire as a role model. As healing Chiron breezes past the new moon in a supportive trine, let your actions light the way for those people who believe they can't. Just keep one toe planted on the earth as a square from dreamy Neptune doesn't exactly scream practical when it comes to making these exciting plans. December thirteenth, do you hear what I hear absolutely not. <laughs> blame it on the static of mercury retrograde i'm very sorry to report that it begins today and jams up the signals until New Year's Day with chaos and miscommunication rippling through the rest of 2023 is leave nothing up to chance with your holiday plans, please, please, please. With Mercury backing up in Capricorn until the 23rd specifically, now is the time to finalize details timelines and backup plans. With five more backup texts as well (laughs) delays will be likely with mercury going through the sign of travel of Sagittarius so double check luggage luggage and essentials and prepare to adjust now I want to put a caveat here it backs into travel Sagittarius on the 23rd so this is specifically those few days of travel right around the holidays. On December 15th, we have action hero Mars making a trine, that's a beautiful harmonious angle, to wounded healer Chiron. This is creating a positive window to make progress past a block or limiting belief. With Mercury in retrograde, it's likely something that you've just recently missed, or maybe you had an opportunity now to revisit the details that might provide for a nice little surprise. On December 16th, we have hazy Neptune in Pisces, and it's going to be at odds with the sun in Sagittarius, which could leave everyone in sort of a swirl of sticky, icky, plum pudding feelings. Finding the nugget of truth could feel challenging, but with Venus in Scorpio, you won't be afraid to tackle the project. As you scour for details, don't forget to look inward. What if you really did just take action and do the thing already? Are you up for the challenge or are you allowing the foggy what ifs to cloud your truth?
0: That definitely has two of wands energy written all over it. That like I've been daydreaming and thinking about it, but I really just need to pick something and do it. So I love that 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 went together so well. So for the ending of Sagittarius season from the 17th to the 22nd, I pulled the King of Wands. So this is like really good energy, usually for like moving forward. It is a leadership energy. Think like Leo season vibes. It's very much like trusting yourself, having confidence in yourself. And with this, though, I pulled originally the first card before I threw them all back in and said, no, thank you was the six of pentacles, which is interesting because that makes a lot of sense for kind of balancing it out because the six of pentacles is balancing how much you're giving versus how much is coming in. And so as much as we want to just charge forward and take the lead and keep moving forward, there is a bit of a reconsideration of like, let's just make sure we have enough money to do that. Let's make sure we have enough time to do that. And then instead of over-giving and using up all your energy, are you allowing others to help you? Are you allowing that to come through? I am getting visions almost of last year, the Six of Pentacles coming up around this time, uh, reminding us to not say yes to everything and to not have to bring every recipe to the potluck, that kind of energy. But with this one, what's interesting is now that I am kind of getting a sense of where the astrology is going, I'm really feeling that pull between... Capricorn and Sagittarius it's like Capricorn wants to be the leader and you know it's very career oriented and this is the card of the entrepreneur it's the card of the person who has that inspiration to move forward and charge forward and be the leader but we also have that energy of like let's just make sure that we're going to be able to do this long term though let's not get too far ahead of ourselves again My phrase keeps coming up, so I don't know what's coming in the next month, but I do feel like that's going to be important. And maybe that's a bit of the Mercury retrograde as well. But the other thing that I wanted to say around this is that this does feel like the energy of actually grounding your vision. So you're the visionary, but you're also the person that's going to have to carry that vision out. So it's like make sure that you're able to make it a reality by making the plan, pushing you out of your comfort zone, yes, but also taking it step by step. Um, It does feel very much like this is related to whatever we've been pushing through to like get to this point. So whatever you're starting out the month with, with that like pushing through and not taking away your own um, ability to move forward or like reducing your own potential. And it just feels like this will have rewards. It'll have the excitement of Sagittarius energy, but we may get a little stuck in the details So this might be a good time for like big picture thinking, maybe brainstorming with a friend, maybe they can see something in the big picture that you're not seeing. And I think this being on the border of Capricorn and Sagittarius feels like that influence of like the crossover happening for me that often does at the end of the month. So whoever your friend is that you connect with, though, or the person you connect with, the big message that came up to me was make sure this is someone who is an optimist and a cheerleader. Don't pick your friend that always tries to find the worst in things. Don't pick that person to brainstorm with because you really want to be grounding a vision that excites you to move forward because otherwise you're going to be at square one again and questioning everything. And we've had enough of that in the last while. So it's just this energy of having realistic expectations, but with that Sagittarius optimism for what the potential could be. And then the last thing I'll leave with on this is that what really stood out was I looked at the book for this one, because I hadn't looked at it in a while. And a phrase that just really caught my attention was that you're building an empire of light. So just thinking of the impact that what you're doing is going to have, and that that's what's going to carry you through and really light that torch and that fire energy to make you want to move forward and keeping my in mind that like, You are the leader in this situation. It's the king of wands. You've mastered the energy to this point. So whatever it is you've been working on, just trust that you're the one who's meant to carry that torch forward and be the leader and that the people who will be drawn to follow you are going to help you build that empire. You can't do it alone, but you can be the one that sparks, that lights the spark for other people.
1: This is really important because like the very first thing we encounter on the 18th is the second of the three Mercury Jupiter trines. This is remember Mercury is our mindset and Jupiter is abundance. And when they're amplifying each other in this sort of harmonious trine energy, it puts another burst of momentum behind your big ideas. This time, however, Mercury is retrograde and it's retrograde in cautious Capricorn. So you'll feel the need to tread lightly. Don't write checks you can't cash, Maverick. That's what came to mind when I was writing this. Instead of trying to wrap this up before the new year, use this energy to tighten your game plan. Hard work now can pay off when the final trine finally hits in January. On December 19th, we have a first quarter moon in Pisces. And is that a coincidence or is it divine intervention? Today, manifesting powers are dialed up to 11. While this is great to be smart and self-reliant, remember that the universe wants to support you. Are you actually allowing it the space to happen? Look where you might be blocking miracles or ignoring key signals and instead call in the magic, ask for help. On December 21st, we have a little bit of a mood swing alert. (laughs) This isn't your average holiday movie energy. Romantic Venus, who is in Scorpio, and volatile Uranus in opposition, right there, Uranus is in Taurus, Venus is in Scorpio, these are opposites, and they aren't afraid to battle it out. So try not to interact with anyone who's already twitching under holiday stress. Avoid making rash moves as this energy is over just as fast as it starts. Taurus loves gifts, so try to at least smile when you receive the thing you absolutely did not ask for. (laughs) And then not to forget the solstice and the shortest day of the year here in the Northern hemisphere falls on December 22nd this year when the sun moves into capricorn. So we will be back with our big holiday mashup and probably a a full forecast for 2024.
0: I'm really excited for that. And you know what? Like as much as the tower card came out to taunt me, I really feel like that is the more it's more of a release. It's more of the whenever I look at the tower card, I think of like the main message behind the tower is that whatever is being released is to help you build a better foundation because what you had wasn't going to work. And this can be in a large scale or a small scale. So for some people, as usual, you might feel it more, but I really do feel like that energy of like building for the future and like getting excited for the future is it's here, like it's happening. And even for myself, I've had, like I said, it's really hit me this week, but it's with things because I'm excited now. The reason I'm getting frustrated and wanting to change is because now I know what I want to do and I know where I want to focus my energy. And I think that's where I guess like the energy feels like it's moving for Sagittarius season is it's like a getting clarity because some things are moving forward. And then like the double checking to like, okay, if this is what I want, what do I need to do? So I'm feeling very excited for whatever our 2024 forecast is going to come up with because I do feel like this is leading us in a positive direction overall.
1: I think so too, and 2024 is gonna be an eight in numerology, so we're gonna explore all of that and really and truly the feeling I get moving into the holidays is be flexible. We want traditions, we want things to feel cozy and to feel predictable, right? We always have a full moon right around christmas in cancer and cancer is all about traditions and keeping things close to home and so if you feel like you might miss out on something or if the you know travel plans change who knows we might have you know the planes could be shut down anything can happen go with the flow invite in something new and exciting and realize that there will still be opportunities for it to feel cozy and like home again It just might not be this year. That would be my recommendation.
0: I think that flexibility around the holidays is a good recommendation. I think it's even for my own family, like coordinating this year just seems like it's going to be chaotic and we're all we all know it we've been knowing it for a couple months now so it's like yeah having that foresight to know like just be flexible it is what it is seems to be what everyone makes fun of me for saying all the time where I'm just like it is what it is but you know what I think that's gonna come in very handy this year.
1: Yeah. Having a Mercury retrograde right over the end of the year will just it's the final shake of the snow globe as we move into the new year.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like why not? Just add that in. Why not? I feel like why not is another one. <laughs> why not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and to encapsulate it in a movie, I mean when we were talking ahead of time, I I really feel like this is planes, trains, and automobiles. Like you will get where you need to. It just might be through a comedy of errors. And for Christmases also comes to mind. With Steve or, um, oh, what is it? Vince Reese Bond? Witherspoon and
0: who else is in it? I think it's Vince Vaughn. That's Vince Vaughn, one, that's yeah. it,
1: yes. Where they end up having to go to all of the family Christmases despite <laughs> their best efforts to get on a plane for someplace, somewhere tropical.
0: That definitely feels like those two together. just feels like be prepared for that. It may not happen for everyone, but it could be you. That, that Wheel of Fortune might come around again and it might be your turn. So <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, For me, for the season, what I was, I was really feeling into it to see what movie or TV show we've been going back and forth the last couple months. But actually what kept coming up this week was Taylor Swift. She is a Sagittarius. (laughs) I'm obsessed with her and Travis Kelsey. Everyone around me knows I am like manifesting that type of real relationship. But when you look at her, she is the king of wands. That's why it came back up to me. She's the king of wands. She knows what she wants she's willing to put in the work, she's willing to be seen, and she's willing to make it happen and to be optimistic about it. Even if you think about her greatest gift, which is writing songs, is based on heartbreak and breakups and things that have happened to her. She's able to turn it around and be like, you know what, this is a very valuable insight that only I have because it's my experience. So I'm going to share it. And so that was the first thing that came to mind. And it kept coming up. And I was like, I'm just going to say it. I wasn't going to go there. But here we are. But the other one that actually I thought about more that was more aligned originally with the energy is a holiday movie and it's Jingle Jangle. It is so cute. It's from 2020. We watched it as a family and I watched it on my own as well. And it's this like toy maker and things aren't going well. His daughter, he got so obsessed with his um, inventing that his daughter ended up moving away. And so his granddaughter comes to see him and she's a little genius. And she's her name is Journey. So already, I feel like that's a Sagittarius thing. But she's so optimistic and sure that she can make things go forward again. And I just think there's such a like, it's such there's so much emotion in the movie. It's so optimistic, you're really rooting for things to go well, you get really invested. And that's just the feeling that I get where it's like, there's chaos that happens, you know, there's always Things going wrong but at the end of the day if you're like very sure about a certain dream or a certain thing that you want to make happen it does still feel like that king of wands energy like as long as you're the one leading the way and you're sure other people will help you make it happen but you have to have that confidence in like the vision it's like being the vision holder just feels like the energy of both of those of like taylor swift and little journey from jingle jangle there has to be one person that when everyone else is poo-pooing things you're still the one being like nope this is gonna happen
1: i had no idea you were swifty
0: i'm not really but oh. i recently am a swifty
1: a recent swifty a
0: recent swifty as many people have been it's just the more i learn about her and the more i see of the relationship and i just see that like Not to get too far into it, but the main thing that I keep seeing in it is the fact that Travis Kelsey is someone who men looked up to because of his traditional masculine qualities of being a football player, he can get all the women, he is confident, all these things. And now he's letting her be in the spotlight. He's waiting for her to finish her show. He, you know, is rooting her on he's singing and dancing along with all the Swifties. And he doesn't care. He knows everyone has a camera in his face. And he's like, No, I see her vision. I've ha- I get my time when she comes to my games and there's that like balance of like, both of them can be vision holders. Both of them can do it, but not alone. It's like, they're more powerful together. And that's that, actually, what just came back around was the last thing I said, which was the empire of light. That's what I see in it, is that if men can look up to that as their new role model, as opposed to the traditional toxic masculinity, if they can see that like, He can have this powerful woman be just as in love with him as he is with her. And he doesn't have to be a complete ass. (laughs) He doesn't have to tear other people down. He doesn't have to prove himself. He still feels confident, even though people are poking fun at him. He's like, yeah, I like it. I'm dancing. I'm here. I'm having fun. And I think that's the new vision that's coming in. And that's why I think I'm so invested now is like I can see that someone else finally has her back, you know. It's like she's not yeah. the only one moving forward in that relationship.
1: Ah, little tear. Yeah, a little Hallmark yeah. movie Christmas tear there. That was beautiful.
0: I, I I feel it. I'm invested.
1: I'm a fan. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I haven't been to the movie. I haven't, but I have. I have a very nice Spotify channel that I can swifty out to. So go Taylor. I'm excited for her.
0: I am very excited I think because she has so so much influence and like them together they have so much influence I think there's just really big things like beyond what we can see now Mm -hmm. that like with that much of a spotlight on it I think there is going to be a shift that comes from it so I think it's the perfect thing to be leading into 2024 with is like a vision of that being the new normal
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for recording with me today, as always.
0: So fun. I always look forward to this. I can't believe how quickly it comes up each time, but I'm equally excited each time too. So (laughs) now I'm even more pumped because I feel like the energy for two months in a row now is actually pretty good. And we haven't been able to say that for the entire time until these last two months, (laughs) in the last year and a half. So I'm excited.
1: Me too. I'm excited. All right, everybody, we will get this episode out to you the 28th and we, is that right? Did 21st, I, I think. 21st. You're right. Your yeah. newsletter is the 28th. That's what Yes, that's right. We will get this episode out on the 21st. And if you have any questions, we love hearing from you. Let us know if this resonates, all the good things. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletters and we will yeah. see you in December.
0: Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.